0: The newly redesigned iPad Mini isn't an iPad Pro Mini. It's an iPad Air Mini. It's like, it's like a foldable phone that doesn't fold but can still fit in the back pocket of your non-hipster, non-skinny jeans or the palm of many larger sized hands. Bigger edge-to-edge display, candy-colored shells, touch ID in the power button, USB-C in the base, stereo landscape speakers, Apple Pencil 2, if no Magic Keyboard Mini, sub-6 5G, if no millimeter wave, but also it's rocking that A15 chipset and center stage capable front camera. But in addition to losing the home button, it's also lost the headphone jack. And while it's the most feature packed iPad mini ever, it's also the most expensive iPad mini ever, starting at the same 64 gigabytes, but newly priced at 499. So is Apple's biggest mini ever worth it? I'm Rene Ritchie. Thanks to CuriosityStream with Nebula for sponsoring. I've been using it for a week and this is my iPad mini review. And yes, I'll still be doing a ton of nerdy deep dives throughout the week. So hit the subscribe button and bell so you don't miss any of them. First, the iPhone 10 got a modern redesign. Then the Apple Watch. Then, (laughs) no, not you iPad mini. Then the iPad Pro. Then, no, still not you, awkward, the iPad Air. Then, I don't know, maybe the HomePod, but now, Finally, it's the iPad mini's turn. The way Apple's implemented the new design language is both incredibly familiar, similar to what they did last year with the iPad Air, but in a way that's also unique to the mini, because mini, the home button is gone, of course, and about a quarter of the bezel with it. What's left is rounded now at the corners and stretched from the original 7.9 inches to a new 8.3 inches. It doesn't have quite as many pixels as the Air anymore because of the bezel to screen size ratio, but it's still got the highest density of any iPad display. So text and graphics are super sharp and crisp. And it just feels remarkably roomy for a mini, especially for watching TV shows and movies. It's like a YouTube video machine. And for AR experiences where the lightweight also makes it way, way easier to use for longer periods of time for work and for fun and for a price, which I'll get to in a minute. Now, because there's no home button, you navigate with gestures like swiping up to go home, same as the recent iPad Pro, iPad Air, and the last several generations of iPhone. It takes about an hour to a day to get used to it. And then you're flying, especially with the new multitasking multi-window button and app library that come as part of iPadOS 15. Because there's no headphone jack, you have to use USB-C headphones or go wireless with AirPods or something similar. But for me at least, wireless really seems to fit the on the go nature of the iPad mini. Where the iPad Pro feels like a big professional rig, the iPad mini really feels like run and gun, run and gun for computing, for people who need something bigger than a phone, but not as big as a traditional tablet. And why the mini has proven so popular with people who want or need to take their work, take their play into the field, on rounds, into the lab, on site, or into the sky. But there are a few things I am semi-salty about. The Mini's gotten one less color than the Air. Space gray, because yes, good old space gray, but starlight instead of silver, which has just a dash of gold in it. Pink instead of rose gold and a new purple, which I straight up love and the Air doesn't have, but then the Air has sky blue and mint green. And if you wanna compare for yourself, I'll link my iPad Air review in the description right below the like button. Now. The mini does have something else the Air does not, 5G NR, at least frequency range 1 5G, sub-6, the low and mid-bands, no FR2 high-band millimeter wave. I get sub-6 in my area and it gives me roughly twice the speed of LTE, between 250 and 300 down, which isn't millimeter wave speeds, but also doesn't get blocked by, you know, leaves and rain and Turning a corner. It also has Wi-Fi 6, if not Wi-Fi 6E, which is the latest 6 gigahertz version. All that to say, the new Mini has among the fastest wireless networking available, just not the absolute fastest. And how much that matters to you depends on what your home router is and what your local cell phone carriers provide. It also has USB-C, which just continues to replace Lightning or USB-A on every single Apple product not named iPhone. It's pure USB-C, like the iPad Air, not. Thunderbolt as well, like the iPad Pro or like the Macs, but it's compatible with a wide, wide range of popular modern computer peripherals, which is the whole entire point. And it's also powered by the A15 Bionic, Apple's latest generation chipset, the same one powering the iPhone 13 Pro, specifically the Pro because it's the five GPU core version like the Pro and that extra graphics firepower and the new video encode and decode blocks, as well as the rest of the generational improvements in the Silicon IP will help you with everything from heavy hardcore gaming to multi-stream video editing with effects, just layers of effects. But just like I did a deep dive on the A14 and the M1 last year, I'm gonna be doing a deep dive on the A15 this year and potentially the M2 if we get that this year. So seriously, make sure you hit subscribe. Now the image signal processor or ISP on the A15 also brings smart HDR three to the iPad mini. That's the same computational photography system as the iPhone 12, not the iPhone 13. The difference is mainly that smart HDR four, aside from the just generational improvements can separately and specifically process individual faces in a group shot, especially because the cameras have gotten just a really big boost this year. The back wide angle is now 12 megapixels in F 1.8 with a true tone flash, if you need it. The front wide angle, well, it's now an ultra wide angle. This is the iPad mini front facing camera and microphone. This is the previous iPad mini front facing camera and microphone. This is the iPad air front facing camera and microphone. This is the 11 inch iPad pro front facing camera and microphone. It's also center stage enabled. That's what Apple calls this technology that they debuted with the new iPad pro back in April. It basically crops down and then pans and scans around you to keep you in the frame as you walk around, and then zooms in or out if and when more people join you or leave you in the frame. And it's super fun if you have a family or a group of friends, or you know, or hosting a YouTube cooking channel, or just like standing and pacing at work. But all of this does come at a price, specifically $100 more than the previous iPad Mini. 499 for 32 gigabytes, 649 for 256 gigabytes, and add 150 on top of that if you want 5G, which will be a lot, legitimately a lot for some people, especially because the bigger simultaneously updated, but still on the older design, 10.2 inch iPad 9th generation still starts at 329, for that exact same 64 gigs. But Apple has just never positioned the mini as an entry-level product. It's always been a premium product where the size isn't a bug, it isn't a discount. It is absolutely a feature and one that a lot of people really appreciate. So with 64 gigabytes, that could work for you if you stream and cloud store all the things and work primarily in front ends and with web apps. But if not, you'll have to go all the way to 256 gigabytes because there's just no 128 gigabyte sweet spot in the middle. And even if that's not enough for you, then you'll have to abandon the mini entirely and go pure on full on pro where you can get up to two terabytes. But either way, anyway, here's hoping that Apple pays down the tech in the new mini and air as fast as they can so we can see prices go back down as fast as they can. Now, when it comes to accessories, there's no tiny magic keyboard mini, which isn't at all surprising because mini, but it is just a tiny bit disappointing insofar as I would love, I would all caps love to see what Apple could come up with, what kind of big solution they could have for that small problem. There's also no smart connector though, which means no dockable third-party alternatives would even be possible. But of course, any Bluetooth keyboard will still work. What there is is the Apple Pencil 2, which after the new design is absolutely my favorite part of this new upgrade. I've been using it since 2018 on the iPad Pro and since last year on the iPad Air, and I love it. I absolutely adore it. It attaches magnetically, charges inductively, and I basically forget it even has a battery in it because it's just always there. It's just always instantly available. And it's also got a capacitive button on the side that you can use for switching tools like from drawing or writing to erasing. Now, the last Mini got the original Apple Pencil in the last update back in 2019, and it made it into the ultimate traveling sketch pad. The Apple Pencil 2 makes it just that much more better, which is not grammatically correct, but is exactly how I feel. Now, putting the pencil on the side means moving the volume buttons to the top, which is weird at first, but, and this is cool, they're orientation aware. So if you spin the iPad Mini 180 degrees, the up and down buttons reverse. They just end up where you expect them to be. And I didn't notice that at first because they were where I expected them to be. Similar, if not the same for touch ID and the power button, Apple prompts you to register both left and right fingers as part of the setup process. And that way, whether you're holding it in portrait or landscape, left or right, top or bottom, you'll always have a finger in very close proximity to authenticate with. Now, if I'm sounding just way too many shades of enthusiastic about the new mini, it's because I am. It's terrific, it's the ultimate comic book reader. Fine, all kinds of book reader, portable gaming system, digital field notes, on location portfolio, flight manual, chart, research, pretty much on the go everything. And that just makes it so incredibly convenient, especially with this shave and haircut, which makes maximum use of this minimal space. So should you upgrade from a previous iPad mini or shrink grade from an older regular iPad or Air? And it depends on how compelling any or all of the new features really are for you from the redesign to the Apple Pencil 2, to the A15, not just for being faster now, but being able to handle iPadOS and app updates for the next five or more years going forward. And that's why my advice is always wait as long as you possibly can to upgrade, Upgrade when you really need to, get the best you can afford at the time, and then enjoy the hell out of it with zero regrets because there'll always be something new and something next. Just like on Nebula, where I post all of my videos with no ads, no sponsors, and often with bonus and extended content. Like my iPhone 13 review, where I had a bunch of random extraneous thoughts that really didn't fit in the flow of the YouTube video, but fit perfectly for people who love that kind of stuff the most on Nebula. Same with my original iPad keynote reactions, all of my interviews, and it's not just me, it's MKBHD, iPhone Georgia Dow, Jordan Harrod, Low Spec Gamer, Real Science, Ali Abdal, Epos Vox, and so many more, all ad free, sponsor free, and with original and bonus content, exclusive content on Nebula and bundled in for free when you sign up with today's sponsor, curiositystream.com slash richie or click the link below. And right now, because you're watching this video, you can get CuriosityStream for 26% off, less than $15 a day, less than the price of a bistro burger for a whole entire year. And that includes their thousands of amazing documentaries and series like the Secrets of Civilization, where modern science reveals the environmental forces that shaped human history. It's the best way to support educational creators directly and the best damn deal in streaming today. For over 26% off CuriosityStream, less than $15 a year, and Nebula bundled in for free, just click that button on the screen or go to curiositystream.com slash Clicking that button really helps out the channel and so does hitting the playlist above. For more on the iPad mini 6 and all of Apple's 2021 products announced and still upcoming. Hit that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.